Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, welcome back here for a new week of going through the daily office, the liturgy of morning prayer and evening prayer here on Common Prayer. Um, for those that are uh, just coming in here for the first time and, and uh, checking this out, if you're not familiar with it, um, the daily office is a... Uh, devotion that comes out of the Anglican tradition uh, in which there is, as I said, a liturgy of morning prayer and evening prayer that is um, prayed through every day. It includes uh, certain um, set uh, readings from the Psalms, from the, um, from the Old Testament, from the New Testament uh, in each service. And uh, for me, what I wanted to do with this podcast is uh, open this practice up to others that may not have heard of it, because for me, going through a going through devotions, going through prayer time, um, was very difficult when I was just trying to do it on my own, and I needed some kind of structure to help me get through it, uh, to help keep keep me focused and really kind of keep me on track and that's what the daily office uh, helped me with so I thought maybe there might be others in a similar situation so so here we are and uh, for those that want to follow along with this uh, liturgy I'm reading from the Book of Common Prayer uh, obviously uh, this one is published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Um, and their prayer book can be found at anglicanchurch.net. Again, that is anglicanchurch.net. And from there, if you want to click, if you want to find stuff on um, the Book of Common Prayer, if you want to find resources, you click on the resources tab on the website, uh, look for Book of Common Prayer, um, click on that, and from there there are links to the different services uh, in the prayer book, including morning prayer and evening prayer. Uh, there's also a website called dailyoffice2019.com um, that can be another resource for you as well. Um, otherwise, if you just want to listen as I... Uh, pray through the liturgy here, um, praying both the part from the, um, from the, uh, efficient, from the, uh, leader, as well as from the congregation. Um, you can just follow along with me going through that as well. So in any case, let us take some time to quiet our hearts and prepare for worship. So again, this is morning prayer for Monday, September 18th, 2023. This is now the Monday after the 16th Sunday after Pentecost. And we will begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Dearly Beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts. 
that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises, declare to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. <clears throat> Let us say together the Venite. In this service, the Venite begins and ends with the same responsory, and the response is, O come, let us adore him. The earth is the Lord's, for he made it. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath, 
that they should not enter into my rest. The earth is the Lord's, for he made it. O come, let us adore him. The Psalms appointed for this morning prayer for the 18th day of the month begin with Psalm 90. Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to another. Before the mountains were brought forth, or the earth and the world were made, you are God from everlasting and world without end. You turn man back to the dust. You say, Return, O children of men. For a thousand years in your sight are as yesterday, even as a day that is past. You scatter them as a night watch that comes quickly to an end. They are even as a dream and fade away. They are like the grass, which in the morning is green, but in the evening is dried up and withered. For we consume away in your displeasure, and are afraid at your wrathful indignation. You have set our misdeeds before you, and our secret sins in the light of your countenance. For when you are angry, all our days are gone. We bring our years to an end as a tale that is told. The days of our life are seventy years, and though some be so strong that they come to eighty years, Yet is their span but labor and sorrow. So soon it passes away, and we are gone. But who regards the power of your wrath, and who considers the fierceness of your anger? So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Turn again, O Lord, and tarry not, be gracious unto your servants. O satisfy us with your mercy in the morning. So shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. Comfort us again according to the measure of the days that you have afflicted us, and for the years in which we have suffered adversity. Show your servants your work, and their children your glory. And may the grace of the Lord our God be upon us. Prosper the work of our hands. O oh, prosper our handiwork. <clears throat> Going on to Psalm 91. Whoever dwells under the defense of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say unto the Lord, you are my refuge and my stronghold, my God in whom I will trust. For he shall deliver you from the snare of the hunter and from the deadly pestilence. He shall defend you under his wings, and you shall be safe under his feathers. His faithfulness and truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of any terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the sickness that destroys at noonday. 
A thousand shall fall beside you, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Indeed, with your eyes you shall behold, and see the reward of the ungodly. Because you have said, The Lord is my refuge, and have made the Most High your stronghold, there shall no evil happen to you. Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you, to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you in their hands, that you hurt not your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the serpent you shall trample under your feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will lift him up, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will hear him. Indeed, I am with him in trouble. I will deliver him and bring him honor. With long life I will satisfy him, and show him my salvation. Going on to Psalm 92. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto your name, O Most High, to tell of your loving kindness early in the morning, and of your faithfulness in the night season. Upon an instrument of ten strings and upon the lute, with the sound of melody upon the harp, For you, Lord, have made me glad by your deeds, and I will shout for joy because of your handiwork. O Lord, how glorious are your works! Your thoughts are very deep. The dull of heart does not consider this, and a fool does not understand it. Though the ungodly are as green as the grass, and though all the workers of wickedness flourish, They shall be destroyed forever. But you, Lord, are the Most High forevermore. For lo, your enemies, O Lord, lo, your enemies shall perish, and all the workers of wickedness shall be destroyed. But my horn shall be exalted like the horns of wild bulls, for I am anointed with fresh oil. My eye also shall see its desire upon my enemies, and my ear shall hear with joy the end of the wicked who rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, and shall spread abroad like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They also shall bring forth fruit in their old age, and shall be green and full of sap, that they may show how upright the Lord is, my rock in whom there is no unrighteousness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the first book of Kings beginning with the ninth chapter and the first verse. As soon as Solomon had finished building the house of the Lord 
and the king's house and all that Solomon desired to build, the Lord appeared to Solomon a second time, as he had appeared to him at Gibeon. And the Lord said to him, I have heard your prayer and your plea which you have made before me. I have consecrated this house that you have built by putting my name there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all time. And as for you, if you will walk before me, as David your father walked, with integrity of heart and uprightness, doing according to all that I have commanded you, and keeping my statutes and my rules, then I will establish your royal throne over Israel forever, as I promised David your father, saying, You shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. But if you turn aside from following me, you or your children, and do not keep my commandments and my statutes that I have set before you, but go and serve other gods and worship them, then I will cut off Israel from the land that I have given them, and the house that I have consecrated for my name <clears throat> I will cast out of my sight, and Israel will become a proverb and a byword among all peoples. And this house will become a heap of ruins. Everyone passing by it will be astonished and will hiss, and they will say, Why has the Lord done thus to this land and to this house? Then they will say, Because they abandoned the Lord their God, who brought their fathers out of the land of Egypt, and laid hold on other gods and worshipped them and served them. Therefore the Lord has brought all this disaster on them. At the end of twenty years in which Solomon had built the two houses, the house of the Lord and the king's house, and Hiram, king of Tyre, had supplied Solomon with cedar and cypress, timber and gold, as much as he desired, King Solomon gave to Hiram twenty cities in the land of Galilee. But when Hiram came from Tyre to see the cities that Solomon had given him, they did not please him. Therefore he said, what kind of cities are these that you have given me, my brother? So they are called Land of Kabul to this day. Hiram had sent to the king one hundred and twenty talents of gold. And this is the account of the forced labor that King Solomon drafted to build the house of the Lord, and his own house, and the Millow, and the wall of Jerusalem, and Hazor, and Megiddo, and Gezer. Pharaoh, king of Egypt, had gone up and captured Gezer and, Gezer and burned it with fire, and had killed the Canaanites who lived in the city, and had given it as dowry to his daughter, Solomon's wife. So Solomon rebuilt Gezer. And lower Beth Horon, and Baalath, and Tamar in the wilderness, in the land of Judah, and all the store cities that Solomon had, and the cities for his chariots, and the cities for his horsemen, and whatever Solomon desired to build in Jerusalem, in Lebanon, and in all the land of his dominion. All the people who were left of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, who were not of the people of Israel, their descendants who were left after them in the land, whom the people of Israel were unable to devote to destruction, these Solomon drafted to be slaves, and so they are to this day. But of the people of Israel, Solomon made no slaves. 
They were the soldiers. They were his officials, his commanders, his captains, his chariot commanders, and his horsemen. These were the chief officers who were over Solomon's work. 550 who had charge of the people who carried on the work. But Pharaoh's daughter went up from the city of David to her own house that Solomon had built for her. Then he built the millow. Three times a year Solomon used to offer up burnt offerings and peace offerings on the altar that he built to the Lord, making offerings with it before the Lord. So he finished the house. King Solomon had built a fleet of ships at Ezion Geber, which is near Eloth on the shore of the Red Sea in the land of Edom. <clears throat> and Hiram sent with the fleet his servants, seamen who were familiar with the sea, together with the servants of Solomon. And they went to Ophir and brought from there gold, 420 talents, and they brought it to King Solomon. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Te Deum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy Holy, holy, Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you, Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from the Epistle to the Hebrews beginning with the ninth chapter, the first verse. Now, even the first covenant had regulations for worship in an earthly place of holiness. For a tent was prepared, the first section in which 
where the lampstand and the table and the bread of the presence. It is called the holy place. And behind the second curtain was a second section called the most holy place, having the golden altar of incense and the Ark of the Covenant covered on all sides with gold, in which was a golden urn holding the manna and Aaron's staff that budded and the tablets of the covenant. Above it were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat. Of these things we cannot now speak in detail. These preparations having thus been made, the priests go regularly into the first section, performing their ritual duties, but into the second only the high priest goes, and he but once a year, and not without taking blood, which he offers for himself and for the unintentional sins of the people. By this the Holy Spirit indicates that the way into the holy places is not yet opened as long as the first section is still standing, which is symbolic for the present age. According to this arrangement, gifts and sacrifices are offered that cannot perfect the conscience of the worshiper, but deal only with food and drink and various washings, regulations for the body imposed until the time of Reformation. But when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, he entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer sanctify for the purification of the flesh, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our conscience from dead works to serve the living God? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, 
and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. <clears throat> the Collect of the Day for this Monday after the 16th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. O God, because without you we are not able to please you, mercifully grant that your Holy Spirit may in all things direct and rule our hearts. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. <clears throat> A college for the renewal of life. Let us pray. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, 
who alone works great marvels. Send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge the life-giving spirit of your grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast at this point to offer your own petitions and prayers before the Lord. We'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. All right, let us say the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that, with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom, with you and the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me here for morning prayer on this Monday, September 18th. Uh, if you have enjoyed going through morning prayer here with me, um, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you if you've uh, prayed along here with me. Um, you can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at commonprayer419. If you have not yet, uh, I'd definitely appreciate if you would subscribe to this pod podcast wherever you're listening to it. Also, if uh, if you are enjoying going through these prayers, um, please give it a, a good uh, rating, good review. Um, that way, I believe it can help. Um, it can help uh, with the algorithm to recommend it to other users who haven't uh, who haven't heard it yet. So. Uh, any help you can provide in that area would be greatly appreciated. So we'll be back here at 5 p.m. Eastern today for evening prayer. Uh, until then, uh, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. May God richly bless you, and I'll see you next time.